Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 36. That's just what minds do. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Changeable. I'm happy to be back here with you. I feel like it's been a long time since um, since I've done one of these on my own. I've been talking with some awesome people and um, had some great guests, and I've been recording more with guests that are going to be upcoming soon. So I'm kind of excited to just have it me and my microphone talking to you guys today. So today, what I want to talk about is um, the universal nature of what minds do and really seeing, like, I want to say seeing the power in that, but that doesn't even do it justice. Seeing that every mind on earth works in the same way, it takes so much off of us. It goes so far in helping us see what our mind is talking about and how we feel and all of that in such a different way. When we start to see, hey, this is a human given. It's universal. It's not about you, your mind talking about something from the past or the future or whatever is not necessarily something that you need to pay attention to. It's not telling you valuable information about you and your life as much as it sounds like it is. There's a universal way that all human minds work. That's just what minds do. And as we see more about that, naturally, 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 we start to see what our mind is doing and where where our mind is going and what our mind is talking about in a really different way. So we've talked about this. I'm sure I've talked about this in in several of these episodes, kind of about how our our moment-to-moment human experience of life is created. And really, simply put, it's just down to where our mind is. The thought that's moving through us, the thinking that's moving through us, being brought to life within us, that is our experience of life. Like that is our reality. That is what we see. It's what we smell. It's what we feel. It's everything for us in that moment. I heard a metaphor really, really early on, like in the first few months of of coming across this understanding. I'm pretty sure it was Amy Chen Mill's uh, uh, metaphor at one point, although maybe it wasn't hers, I don't know, but I'll credit her, um, of this tea bag, right? So you have a tea bag, you drop it in some boiling water, and what was once water becomes tea. There's no like little corner, you know, where there's where it's still just water. It's like you drop the tea bag in the boiling water and now that cup of boiling water is now tea. It's infused. It's the whole thing is just made of that now. And I don't know, I find that helpful in thinking about our experience of life and what we see. Like we we see through the tea. We might know that it was once water, but We, you know, once that's in there, once thought is brought to life and thought is always brought to life all the time, that's just what we see through. It's, it's, it makes up what is, what's there in that moment. So in a similar way, consciousness brings 
to life, whatever thinking is present within us. Your mind goes over here to that memory, that image. It picks up some sensory data from the outside world, whatever it is. And now that is the sea that we're swimming in. It's like, that's what the water is now made of. It's all we can see. That's life. That's reality for you in that moment. And now seeing something about how this works is gigantic for us. Because again, before we knew this, it was just like, oh, that's life. That's my life. That's me. Uh, These are the people I'm around. This is just how it goes where I live. You know, whatever that is. My job's just stressful. My marriage just works this way. And we miss the fact that, no, there's been a teabag dropped in there. You know, we're seeing through thinking. Now, we don't have to pick apart that thinking and see, okay, what's real and what's not? What's true and what isn't? We're never going to never going to figure that out. And it's never anything we have to do. It's just more about seeing how this works, you know, seeing what's going on there. And naturally, by seeing more about how it works and what's going on there, we start to be with it in a different way. It looks different to us. We relate, we relate to it differently. We know, oh, that's the tea that's there. Maybe that isn't about me. Maybe that isn't so deep and personal and meaningful as it feels. It's just what's being brought to life right now. And we start to see how it changes all the time. You know, it changes all the time. And we start to see how it isn't about us. Now, this is a tricky one. <laughs> so. In the tea metaphor, it's kind of like if you're if you're boiling water, suddenly becomes chamomile because that's the tea bag that was in there. The way we are with our experience is is we tend to kind of um, look at that and think that means something. Oh, I'm now chamomile. Maybe it must be like time to go to bed. <laughs> Maybe I'm supposed to feel tired now. You know, like we we take that extra step in our thinking and we. And we tell a story about why our mind went where it went. And I'm not a tea drinker, so forgive me if I have my tea metaphors a little screwed up, but you know what I mean? It's like, no, it, it just it just turned into chamomile because that's the tea bag that was dropped in, period. That's what was there, so that's what you see. All the extra steps of, therefore, it must mean this, it's chamomile because of me, my tea is chamomile, me, 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 all of that is just what a mind adds to it. And that's really where we start to get kind of off track. You know, that's where we suffer is when where our mind goes looks personal and it looks meaningful and we think we need to do something with it or about it. So let me give you some examples um, of how this goes for people. Because as you might know, a new batch of students just came into the little school of big change. And between them and just everybody else that I talk to and hear from and just see out in the world and in my own head, myself included in this, it's really kind of popping out at the woodwork. Like, wow, if we could just see, that's just how minds work. That's just what minds do. If we could see that and stop there, so much of this confusion and suffering and overthinking would just fall by the wayside. But we don't, innocently, we don't see that. So much of our suffering comes from from thinking that it means something. So there's a a woman in the school um, who so fascinating. She wrote on our forum, so human, so normal, like so many people could relate to this, including myself, where she says something along the lines of, um, here's my issue. When I get up in the morning, my mind plays out all these scenarios. 
Sometimes it will um, have conversations with people who aren't there. Sometimes it'll, you know, go to like resolving a conflict from the day before. So she'll have a conversation in her head with someone that she spoke with yesterday and all the same anger and frustration and confusion comes up but it's happening now in this moment. That person's not there, right? So her mind goes there and it plays that out and she feels the emotion. She feels the feeling that comes along with that. And then she says, sometimes it's just, you know, preparing for my day. And sometimes it's having a conversation with someone I'm going to talk with in the future where that conversation has never happened yet. And and she's she's kind of giving this play-by-play of where her mind goes. And and she's essentially asking, she's kind of saying, no, this is a problem. I don't like, I don't like feeling all those emotions again. I felt them yesterday when I had the real conversation with the person. Why do I have to wake up today and feel it all over again? I don't like being in this anger. I don't like being in this judgment. I don't like the kind of person I am. Why am I the kind of person that does this? You know, I don't like thinking so much about the future. I want to be here in the present. Why am I the kind of person who has to live in the future or live in a past conversation? This isn't the way it should be. That's kind of the, I'm making this up. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but uh, that's kind of the basis of, of her comment. And she asks, you know, does anyone else do this? And it's so fascinating because yeah, <laughs> don't you? I mean, doesn't your mind? Now, here's where I see it differently. I don't see that as she does this or you do this or they do this. That's just what a mind does. It's universal. Human minds don't just sit in the present quietly. They're kind of like toddlers, you know? They don't just sit quietly I always wanted to have a kid when I was young. I thought I'm going to have one of those kids that just wakes up and like sits in their bed and reads a book for two hours until I come get them. (laughs) Well, I definitely didn't end up with those kids. But, you know, like that's not what kids do for the most part. And that's sure as heck not what human minds do. We don't just idly hang out in the present moment. We do sometimes. There's a momentum pulling us back there. We certainly can. And when we see more about how all this works, we maybe do a little more often. But oh my gosh, I mean, I wake up and my mind goes to conversations and things too a little bit. I mean, that I think that happens to everyone. The difference between the way that she's feeling about it and the way that I feel about it, as I was reading her post, I was realizing what doesn't look right to me is that it has anything to do with the kind of person I am. Not at all. It's just what minds do. I'm the same kind of person that the other seven and a half billion of you are. We all work this way. And you can feel like the relief in that, you know, like, oh my gosh, this isn't, this isn't a problem. This isn't just me that does this. And this isn't anything I have to fix. Now, when my mind goes to a conversation that that didn't go the way I wanted it to or some emotional thing or some worry about the future, I feel the feelings that go with that thinking too. That's just what minds do. We all work in the exact same way in that regard. We feel where our mind has gone. We live in the reality in that moment of where our mind has traveled. We're in whatever, whatever the tea leaves were in our boiling water. That's now what we're seeing through. That's just what we're swimming in. It's just how we work. What doesn't look the same to me anyway, and I'm not saying it's always like this. I'm sure I, I get caught up in it just like anyone does. But, you know, to 
to be there and have my mind in some angry conversation from yesterday and and be feeling all that anger coming back up, okay, that's just what minds do. You feel that anger, you see, you know, you insightfully see, oh, my mind's going over there. And I think the thing is, like, when we start to see how this works, the more we know this is universal, it's just what minds do, the more there's a natural full stop. There's a natural, like, oh, okay, that's what's going on. I'm feeling all worked up because I'm thinking about something that's going to happen tomorrow, or I'm replaying that conversation from yesterday. Done. I just see that. Now, I think And again, I'm not saying I see that all the time, but the more we see about how we work, the more we just see that done, full stop, there's nothing left there, nothing left there. But how it can look before we see this when it looks really personal and it looks like it says something about the kind of person we are and all of this, you know, is like, oh, I'm in this feeling and I need to do something about it. It's wrong that my mind goes here. It's wrong that I have to have, have anger as part of my experience yesterday and today. What if it's not wrong? It's just how we work. And that's not, that's not like, oh, live with it. <laughs> that's not at all what I'm saying. Oh, just live in all that, that crappy, like, you know, upsetting anger because you're human, deal with it. Not at all. Seeing that that's just how minds work. That's just how humans work. Seeing that it's universal. It changes our experience of it, changes our experience of the anger. It changes, you know, again, because it's not so tainted and muddied and resisted and and having all that shouldn't be and, and the kind of person I am stuff in there. That's not there. So you just feel stuff and then stuff leaves you alone. You f- your mind goes somewhere, you feel where your mind goes, then your mind goes somewhere else and you feel that. And that's just a human life as far as I can see. And it's all okay because none of it looks quite so personal and meaningful. There's so many other examples of this. There's a man I'm working with who has some uncertainty in his relationship. He doesn't really know what he wants. Is she the right one? If she was the right one, he should feel this way, right? You know, if she wasn't the right right one, why is he hanging out in this so much? And there's so much... And this is just what minds do of his mind just batting this around, looking at it from every angle, trying out every argument, asking 100,000 people around him for advice, which is a horrible idea. <laughs> but what do you think I should do? And what do you think this means? And then he gets all of their thinking mixed in with it. And he's not seeing that this is just what minds do sometimes. When a mind says, oh no, this is important, and in order to feel at ease, in order to be happy in life, you need to get this figured out, well, of course, it's going to bounce all over the place, picking it up, looking at it from every angle, trying out all the logic, asking all those people, trying to figure it out. It's just what minds do. And he's thinking that if he can see the right thing, you know, if he can ask the right question or get to the right thought or, um, you know, have even have that right insight, then this is all going to call kind of fall away. Then he'll get his peace. Then he'll have his clarity. He'll know what to do. And his peace is going to come when he makes the right, quote unquote, right decision about this relationship. 
but that isn't actually how it works. Now, that's just what minds do. They tell us that and they go all over the place. But just because his mind is bringing up this constantly doesn't mean it's an actual problem that his mind's going to solve. And that's what he's, how he's seeing it. That's his innocent misunderstanding. As he's saying, well, I'm obsessed with this. And I'm saying, I know, I've noticed. That's painful. And he's saying, well, yeah, but doesn't it mean something that I'm obsessed with it? Isn't that, you know, isn't it coming back over and over again so that I can solve it? So then I could see it differently so that I can whatever. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know for sure, but I don't think so. And I'd really have him and you if you're in that when you're in that situation, because we all are at times, sit with like maybe not. Maybe this is just what minds do. They like to try things out. They like to talk about things incessantly. Just because a mind is obsessed with something doesn't mean it's an actual problem. It just means your mind is talking about it a lot. And what I have seen over and over again is that peace and clarity and solutions and movement forward and all of that, they don't come from figuring it out in your head. They come from, I don't want to say disengaging because I don't want you to hear that as something that you need to do, but seeing the truth about what minds do. You know, when we see, oh, I don't need to sift through all that. I don't need to figure that out. We naturally begin to disengage because it doesn't look valuable to us. It doesn't look important. It doesn't look like the the path to peace. So we naturally disengage. And when we naturally disengage, our mind tends to eventually naturally quiet down about it. And then we feel good. You know, then we see things. Then we get some clarity. Similar thing with um, a woman who's new in the school who is just riddled with regret over a choice she made years ago. Now, for for years, she made this choice. I'm making this up, but let's say she made the choice about five years ago. It was a big life decision, and she was okay with it. It was the it it made sense at the time. It was the best choice to make. It you know it was it was the thing to do. And then she lived for five years being okay with that. Not not giving it a whole lot of thought. But then recently, just a few months ago, someone in her life brought it up and said, oh yeah, that's right, you chose X. And now it's just on her mind and on her mind and her mind is saying, oh my gosh, what if you did it wrong? What if, what if, what if? You should have, you should have, you should have, which is exactly what minds do, right? That is the language of the mind. What if and should and all of that. And she's living in this. And the thing is, I mean, that happens, right? That's what minds do. They go to things that we are, you know, that don't sit well with us. They go to big trauma in the past. They go to things that upset us and they'll they'll revisit that. That's what a mind does. But where we suffer is when we think that it means something that our mind goes there. When we think, oh, this is telling me I was wrong, which is what she's saying. Oh, this is this is now telling me that, um, you know, I I haven't paid my dues for that mistake I made years ago, that um, I haven't learned my lesson, that I need to do something else. It doesn't mean any of that. Traveling into the past and future and darting all over the place, that's just what minds do, all of them, all of them. And the more we can kind of sit in that place, you know, and see the clarity and peace and and movement and all of that comes from a place beyond all that thinking 
That's just what minds do, circling around. We don't need to jump in the middle of that hamster wheel. We don't need to jump in that quicksand. We can just see that that's what minds do, best we can, more and more. And from safely on the shore, we see all that's happening out there, but we aren't in it in the same way. And eventually it settles down. And that's where we tend to feel better, where we tend to get what we're looking for. Relief. It's so much simpler this way, isn't it? So much simpler to see, oh my gosh, it's universal. It's not about me. This is just what minds do. If you're a coach, a counselor, or you work with people in any way, and you want to have much greater impact with the people you serve by pointing them toward this new paradigm, I would love to tell you about my Deep Impact Mentoring Program. You can see more about the program at drimejohnson.com slash deepimpact. impact.